0: You're listening to another episode of the Zag. i so here. Excited to continue our series featuring our 2019 NLC Fellows. Kim Yamasaki is here. We're excited to hear what she's up to, excited to hear why she was an easy pick to add to our 2019 Fellows class. So let's get to it. All right, Kim, do I have this right? You are born and raised in Los Angeles? I am. And what is that like considering most people assume there are no born and raised Angelinos, and everyone has moved here?
1: <laughs> it's funny because I actually grew up in Silver Lake and my family has been there for four generations. I'm half Japanese and half Chinese. And I've seen the area completely change over the generations. And that's not an isolated incident. So we're seeing, we're seeing that all over Los Angeles. So I'm proud to be a native Angelino.
0: Nice, and have you seen your family get more into like hipster things? Are they making their own soaps or wearing long beards? I feel like that's staples of of the life in Silver Lake these days.
1: <laughs> Can't say that they have. They're okay, that's good. <laughs> more open minded than most um, Asian American parents, I would like to say, um, but they they dabble a bit, but. also are extremely diverse in the experiences and places that they go as well. So they're always venturing outside of our little niche area of LA.
0: Nice. I like it. Uh, Listen, you're the executive director of a pretty cool organization. I'd love to have you tell folks a little bit more about it.
1: Yeah. So Cause is an organization that's essentially looking to elevate um, Asian Americans and bring our needs and concerns to the forefront of Decision, decision-making process. Um, so that being said, we empower the Asian Pacific American community to vote, participate, and lead primarily through leadership development and voter engagement programs.
0: And so what kind of things did you find filling most of your days in the lead-up to the midterms?
1: I uh, found out that we can't ever underestimate the power of the people. Hmm. Um, we saw a lot of grassroots movements coming to the forefront this year. And I think if anything, that's just an indication of what politics and civic engagement can look like for years to come. So that keeps me really excited.
0: And when you were out on the streets talking to people in the communities that you're trying to reach, were there certain issues that you found rising to the top more frequently than other ones?
1: Yeah, I think that just a general um, consensus, especially when trying to relate Uh, with your average voters just how can it be as accessible as possible and secondarily also how how to vote even i think a lot of it is kind of helping voters find and feel confident with their own values and beliefs and making sure that they vote what those values and what those beliefs are
0: yeah And we have a couple of folks in our alum community, probably even more than a couple who are executive directors of orgs or folks who are on that, that path. And you're one now, obviously, what kind of things have you learned about yourself as a boss? What kind of ways have you grown over time as a manager of people?
1: Manager of people, never assuming anyone's experience or their background. So really trying to think about them as a person, what has shaped them, what are, what were the pivotal moments in their life? And rather than using that as a means to keep them where they are, how do we expand and elevate those values and experiences to make them the most successful that they can be? Um,
0: and you've been around in, in a pretty, it seems like, extensive staff growth. You've been able to add a lot of folks. When you think about bringing folks to your team, what do you find yourself prioritizing in terms of fit?
1: drive ambition and one thing that I've constantly told our team and what we've managed to do with cause is build a really large leadership movement with limited resources and limited capacity and so it's given a lot of young people the opportunity to shine and be entrepreneurial and create a lot of excitement and energy to empower a larger community to do the same and so with that with leadership, I've always told people that, you know, it's not just leadership is kind of a catch 22 scenario where it's like, yeah, you can have the opportunities. We can look at people for the experiences that they've had, but we can also provide people with opportunities to get that experience as well. And you can start whole movements off of that. And that's a large part of what we do with our staff, with our program participants and beyond.
0: And then, uh, what do you feel like you're looking forward to the most with the NLC Institute experience when it starts in January?
1: Meeting other people in LA who want to run LA and give the power to as many people in need as possible who will represent their needs and concerns as well. So, I'm really excited to meet my cohort, to meet like minded people who just Want to do good things in this world?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Understanding, it's the perfect place to be to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we think so too. Well, listen, congrats on on being able to join the group. We're excited to have you, and thanks to everyone for listening to this episode of the Zag. You can find all the other episodes featuring the other nineteen fellows that make up our twenty person class. You can find that at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast fill. So, thanks for listening. Stay tuned. You can catch more anytime. Until then, take care.